have an idea in your mind of something you want, and you deserve to get it. So how do you get there? Well, welcome to The Idea Space, a podcast devoted to helping you overcome frustration and make what you want a reality. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, high school teacher turned entrepreneur. Now I'm a business development coach. It's my mission to help women bring their ideas to life and get what they want without feeling guilty, selfish, overwhelmed, or lost. Every week, I share topics, tools, and strategies to help you move toward that thing you want. Create time and energy to do the things you love, get clarity on what you really want and how to get there, and most importantly, stop feeling alone with your challenges. Whether you've wanted to create a better business, job, relationship, hobby, or self, I know there's something more that you want, and it's time you were able to get it with confidence and clarity. Ready to have it? Let's go. Hi, welcome to the Idea Space Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, and this month I've been talking all about the things that we do that make our lives harder and keep us from our goals, and mostly these are things that we're doing that are highly subconscious. But once we become conscious of them, we can start to make different choices. Today I'm talking about a conversation that hit me at the end of the summer where I realized that a lot of my clients and my friends do this one thing and it really holds them back. And they, it's a choice that they're making. And I wonder if you're making this choice too. So let me tell you about my friend. She, is, uh, she has a coaching business and she's also a musician with our local symphony. She teaches at the local college. She's a fundraiser. She's a mom and a wife. Um, she also sells an organic brand of beauty products uh, on the side. And like, I know that there's something else that I'm missing about her, but she really has quite a lot of things going on. She has a lot of hats that she wears, if you will. And I like to call these women multi-passionate. The, uh, another term for them is multi-potentialite, uh, highly creative. So when I meet a woman who's highly creative, often she's got a lot of different things going because that's what keeps her interested. She thrives on having all of the things. And what these women wonder and what my friend was wondering on this day that we talked is like, when, when there's a season in your life where you need to put your effort toward one thing, and how do you not let the other things kind of fall flat? And then have to kind of raise them from the dead when it's their turn, right? Like, how do we more like keep the plates spinning, not in a frenetic way, but more in a, you know, everything's kind of calm, everything's happening. How do we keep those plates spinning so that it doesn't feel like a Herculean task to have to pick, raise something up from the dead once it's time to turn our attention back to that? It was such a great question. And I really thought about how most of my clients will let something fall flat until they're ready to go back to it. And then they have to like, it takes all this energy to get it back up. So I asked my friend what I would ask my clients, which is, would you rather have the discomfort of the chaos in the moment and the, like, the effort that it takes to focus on one thing and let everything else go, or would you rather have the discomfort of planning in advance so that when the shit hits the fan, uh, you have a plan in place that you can just work, right? And she kind of sighed and she looked out the window and she was like, that's an interesting question, but I knew she wasn't going to answer it, which is the benefit of like just having a friendly chat versus being in a coaching relationship. Because this is the kind of thing in a coaching relationship, my job is to pull that out of my clients' heads to help them really wrap their head around what's important to them. So she gets to figure it out in her own time and you get to figure it out in your own time today. 
But the question is still a good one. Is it better for you, and this is really a personal question, is it better for you to live in the discomfort of the chaos of the moment or to live in the discomfort of planning in advance so that you can avoid the chaos? The thing is, it's completely up to you. But I know that regardless of what your choice is, freedom is found in the planning. And if freedom is what you're looking for, if ease is what you're looking for, then that's what happens. That's what you get when you have a plan and you work the plan. Now, the value to me is that the plan, I wake up, I know what to do. It just makes my life easier in the long run. But creative women all the time tell me how much they hate planning because it feels so restrictive to them. And I get this. I respect that this is how their brains work. This is highly uncomfortable for them to sit and plan. They feel like it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of time and it doesn't serve them. That's their story. Their story is that their personal brilliance is found in just being spontaneous. They want to have the freedom to do whatever they feel like doing on that day. They're waiting kind of for like momentum to hit. They're waiting for inspiration to hit. And frankly, they kind of feel like they need to have their calendar clear without any plans so that they can wait for inspiration to hit. Now, the problem I have found with most of my clients is that though they want the freedom to let the inspiration hit, mostly they're getting not a lot done during the day because without a plan, without knowing what to focus on, they're looping around in a zigzaggy kind of fashion and not a lot is getting done. Now, I don't care how much gets done. I care whether my clients are happy or not. So if they're happy with not a lot getting done, that's completely fine. But the question is, is it serving you? My clients come to me because they're kind of burned out on the loopiness. They're kind of you know, like sick of their own bullshit. They're kind of frustrated with the zigzagginess of this lack of planning. They want to accomplish more. They don't want to do more. They want to accomplish more. And I promise you that's possible. So if all of this is sounding like you, I have another question for you to help you go a little bit deeper here, especially if you're a person who resists calendaring or strategizing or planning or preparing. If you know planning is valuable and you can like see it in other people, the other question you need to ask is, is it worth it to you? Because only you can answer that question. It's all about your particular threshold for pain. My threshold for pain is very low. I actually loathe chaos. It makes me feel anxious. I don't seek out chaos. I don't like loopiness. I don't like zigzagginess. And I don't like full-on spontaneity. It doesn't, it doesn't like feel good to me. And so I would rather put my time in up front to plan and strategize which weirdly, and many creative women can't understand this, it leaves me a lot of room for change and flexibility. That's the price I pay up front. My freedom, I pay in planning up front. That's how I do it. But other people don't like to pay that way. They would rather pay on the back end. They would rather pay by running around. They would rather pay by feeling the chaos. It's just a choice that we all make. So I'm curious about you. Are you an upfront uh, time and energy person or do you want to pay on the back end? You're going to pay someplace for the things that you want. Where do you want to, to pay? So for me, my results are fantastic because I'm super productive and I get the time and the freedom I create. Now, I don't want you to misunderstand me. One is not better than the other. I'm not here to convince you of that. I'm here to ask you how much pain will you put up with? How much discomfort will you put up with? And does it get you the results you're looking for? Because the only reason people do anything is because they're looking for a result, an experience, an outcome. Let me give you another example. 
I have a client who absolutely loves to travel the world and she will forego all kinds of niceties in her daily life so that she can funnel all of her money toward traveling the world. It's super valuable to her and she's making sacrifices to do it that are worth it to her. She's paying with her time and her energy and her money to funnel everything to travel. However, at the same time, she also wants to grow her business. And she, to do that, she needs a strategy and she needs a plan and she needs to work the plan, but um, she's not really willing to put her time and energy into her business right now because that's not of the highest value. It's not worth it to her. So she puts, she put off her strategic plan and she's constantly in like the churn mode of like the hustle because she has, she's not ready to put a plan in place. But the payoff is that she gets to travel. It's just a different way of looking at things. This would give me a stomachache, but to her, it's totally worth it. She pays for her choices in a different way than I would, and that's where she puts her energy to travel. So what do you travel? What do you value, I mean? Do you value your freedom? Do you value ease? What is it you're looking for? I always argue that there's freedom in the planning, but you have to find freedom valuable before you're willing to make that sacrifice. And that client is just not willing to make that sacrifice. And this is not a judgment. This is like, what's important to you and how are you going to get there? It's the question I'm always asking. So maybe to you, freedom isn't your highest core value. Maybe it's creativity or it's passion. Whatever it is, you have to know what you want. But I will tell you that mostly it's creativity, passion, and freedom, why people want to start their businesses. And in your heart, you may truly, truly know that you have so much to share with the world. You may be dying to be your own boss, to have freedom, to learn new ways to do, of doing things. You start a business to be able to like pick up your kid from school whenever you want without asking permission or taking paid time off. Or maybe you start a business because you never want to waste another hour in a crappy meeting listening to shit that could have been covered in an email. Or maybe you started a business because you wanted to push your creative ideas out there and share them with like-minded people because you know that you can help them. Maybe you know you're passionate about giving and changing the world. But whatever is happening for you, you have to know what's of biggest value to you because you have to figure out what you need to do to make it happen. And for example, like with my client who loves to travel, for her, the weight is much more heavily on the travel. So this is what gets the most of her attention and her energy. So building a business starts to feel really painful if you don't know what your core values are. It might feel like you're not getting anywhere because you're trying to put your energy everywhere and do all the things. You might feel like you're trying to do all the marketing and serve all the potential clients out there. You might go to all the networking events and hit all the social media outlets. It's this idea of having all the plates spinning and you don't know where to put your energy. And that is where the creativity gets squelched because you're going to wake up every day not knowing what to work on, where to put your energy, how to move your business forward, or you're going to get so burned out because all you see is work, work, work with no end in sight. And that's when people wake up and they're like, I have no freedom and I have no, no peace. And mostly women tell me that that's what they're looking for, freedom and peace. And where do you find freedom and peace? That's waking up every single day in your business and knowing what you need to work on because it moves you toward your goal. So freedom is being able to travel once a month 
and you work your business or not from wherever you are. Freedom is in the plan, but you have to plan for that thing that you put the most value on. So if you're currently looping and zigging and zagging and putting your energy every place all the time, I ask that you get real with yourself and ask yourself if you're getting where you want to go. Where are your highest values? Where are your priorities? Where do you want them to be? How's your energy? How's your satisfaction actually? Are you making money? Do you feel filled up? Are you having fun? And I want you to know you deserve all of those things, especially as you build a business. Someplace out there, somebody may have told you, this is a grind, this is a hustle. Yeah, it's not like this is super easy, but it doesn't have to grind you down into a little nub. But I promise you that if you understand where your core values are and what you need to focus on and you plan them out, you really can have what you want and feel energized by it. So here's a trick. Choose one low risk thing. Feel how it feels basically to plan it out. Now I've tried this with my son. He, he's against planning. And I, so I said, we're going to take one little part of your life. And, and he, the fi he finally agreed with me when the lack of planning bit him in the ass. So he chose one class last year to plan out. He uh, planned when he was going to do the work for it, when he was going to see his teacher, when he was going to study, when he was going to take time off. And frankly, it worked out really well for him. He just did it with one class, and that was a class he really excelled in. Also, it gave him a lot more free time. He was able to go skiing, fit in indoor rock climbing and soccer and more iPad time, which is what he really wanted when science was done because he didn't have it looming over him. I promise you freedom is in the planning, but the two things are you have to know what you want and you have to plan out how you're going to get there. Inspiration does not like it, you can't wait for inspiration to hit. That's a way to set yourself up for failure. So if you're tired of chaos and you're tired of discomfort, I suggest you join me in one of my free upcoming trainings. It's called Stop Spinning and Grow Your Business. You still have two chances to join me live and it's free. You can um, sign up at www.jenliddy.com forward slash spinning. I teach this live and I'm teaching you how to make all of this stop feeling so hard so you can get some clarity and see some outcomes of what you really want. There will be a replay, so just get on the list and you'll be able to get the replay. And I wanted to thank you for showing up today and listening. I hope this helps you get where you want to go. And if you have questions, please reach out. You can always catch me on my website, www.jenliddy.com. And I hope to see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more free tools and video trainings at www.jenliddy.com slash free sources. That's F-R-E-E sources. If you found this podcast helpful, I'd be so grateful if you subscribed and gave a review. And if you have a friend who'd benefit from today's topic, tool, or strategy, please share the Idea Space podcast with her. That way, together, we can help more women achieve their dreams and take action on their ideas. Isn't it time we all were able to get what we want? Join me next week. And remember, right now, all you need to do to make your idea a reality is take the very next step you know how to. Bye.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.